0: Well, good morning, and we are so glad that you've joined us today. Uh, We're going to start our I Am series this morning, and we're really looking forward to bringing this to you over this next few weeks. Well, what a start to 2021, and uh, as I was uh, just asking the Lord, what is it that He'd want to bring to us this week especially, um, I I really felt to bring, um, to talk to you about Psalm 23. Psalm 23 which from that developed the theme which Linda brought and thought about, the I Ams of Jesus. And so I want to talk to you today about the Good Shepherd. I think in these dark times that we're going through in 2021, the promises of God and and the God that is walking with us through this season will give us confidence and hope that whatever we face, we can get through. Let me talk to you about the background of when Jesus said the I Ams in John's Gospel. Um, let me talk to you about the background of that. In the Old Testament, in Exodus chapter three, verse one to twenty, it's where God meets Moses in the burning bush. Many of you will be familiar with that story. And then God commissions Moses and says, "I want you to go and rescue my people that's in slavery out of Egypt." And Moses began to make excuses, but then he said to God, "Well, who shall I say that sent me?" And this is where this this amazing um, description of God comes to Moses. And he said to Moses, I am who I am. That word is full of meaning. When God calls himself I am in Exodus 3, it's a real pivotal moment in history. God reveals himself to his people and comes to redeem them out of exile into a new life and a new land. When we begin to understand God's names, it will tell us what God is like and what he can do. So when God said to Moses, I am, he was saying that he is the external, unchanging, self-existent one, infinite and glorious in every way. He is above all and beyond all created things. He is God. I want to say to you this morning that before any great purpose can be fulfilled, we need to know who is actually with us on the journey. In our context, we need to know that God is with us and we need to know what. He is like, you know, before Moses could do anything great for God, God said to him, I'm going to be with you. Before Joshua could do anything great for God, he said, I am also going to be with you as I was with Moses. When Mary was commissioned to do something great for Jesus, she said, how, the, how can this be? And, and the reply was, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. In other words, God's going to be with you. Jesus, before he left, said, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit and he will be with you forever, not only with you, but in you, and you will be able to do even greater things than I. The promise of God to us with the presence of God, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. The apostle Paul knew this and and was convinced in his heart that if God was for him, then who could be against him? And so when Jesus begins to say this title about himself, I am, it means that he claims to be God. He's not God's helper. He's not just a great teacher, but he is divine, eternal, preexistent, infinite. He is God. He is much greater than Moses because he is the God of Moses. And the Jews knew that when he began to talk about this title about himself, would massively offend them because, you know, when he says this statement about himself, they try to stone him, kill him. So Jesus begins to talk about these statements about himself because he wants to claim that he's more than a man, he's more than a teacher, but he is God himself. And I want to say to you today that the God that said that to Moses, is the God that is with us today. He is our good shepherd. And so let us read Psalm 23. Let us take some strength and encouragement from this word, because I believe this psalm is so important for today's season as we walk through 2021 with, with, with the darkness that is around us. So let's read, the Lord is my shepherd. Many of you can, can, can recite this without looking at the Bible. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. How many of us need that today? He guides me along the paths um, for his name's sake, righteous paths or the right paths for his name's sake. How many of you need God's guidance today when we don't even know what's happening next week? Even though, listen to this, even though I walk for the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. See, the psalmist knew who was with him. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And he said, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, many times we hear this at a funeral. And it comforts those people that's there about their loved one that they've lost. It upholds them. But I want to say to you today, this psalm is for the living too. Because the good shepherd is alive. And someone once said, I think it was Pastor Tony Evans. He said, some Christians have trusted God to save them for eternity. But they don't have much confidence that God can provide for them in history. David's beautiful poetic testimony can help us. to have confidence that God is with us now to help us through every situation of our life. I want to say to you this morning, this shepherd that we follow and serve, he's here to help us rescue, not to just save us, then leave us, to come at the end times, to come and collect us again. No, he'll never leave us and he's helping us right through, right now, in the good, the bad and the hardships of life. You know, he doesn't leave us and let us go and fend for ourselves to navigate through the hardest times of our life. He is the good shepherd who walks with us and makes a way where there is no way. You know, David most wrote this psalm at the most difficult part of his life when his son Absalom was rebelling against him and wanted to pursue his kingdom. And so, David is telling us about the good shepherd who walked with him through the hardest days of his life. You know, David fought many battles, carried many burdens and he even hid from dangers for people trying to kill him. But he looks back at this psalm when he writes it and he realizes through every step of his life, there was someone there that was helping, undergirding and helping him through every situation and it was the good shepherd. And so I want to say to you this morning that we have a good shepherd that has not left us. Even though through these dark times, he is committed to getting us through to the other side and also to be effective in our lives. Do you know the Eastern shepherds knew the names of their sheep and he called them so they would come to him. And this is so important for the people of God. They have to get attentive to the voice of God. You know, in this time, there was lots of voices, lots of instructions. But I want to say to you today, as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, the most important voice that you need to get tuned into is the voice of God. Because I tell you, all other voices will let us down. And we need to know what Jesus is saying to us. You know, hearing God's voice takes practice. But I want to tell you, Jesus said, my sheep will know my voice, will hear my voice. And I want to say the greatest thing that you can do this beginning of the year is get into God's word, begin to ask the Holy Spirit, you begin to identify the voice of God. There is nothing like the presence of God in difficult times. I was saying this the other day to uh, some of our team. There were two men that were standing up to read Psalm 23. And the first man, he read the Psalm without actually opening the Bible. And he read this psalm off by heart. It was so eloquent. Not one word was out of place. It was actually spoken with perfection and charisma. And then the second man that came up to read the psalm, he opened his Bible. He put it so close to his face, you couldn't actually see his eyes. And he read this psalm slow and precise. At the end of the readings, there was murmurs at those that were listening. And the guy that read from the Bible was concerned that he actually didn't do very well. And they were discussing what was the difference between those two people that was actually reading that psalm. One that didn't need the Bible, that could memorise it, was so eloquent. But the other one, even though that he had the Bible so close to his face, there was something different. What was it? And they said to each other, we know what the difference is. One person knew the psalm. Well, the other person knew the shepherd. Do you know there's a massive difference in you just knowing the scriptures in your head and knowing the God of the scriptures. And the only way we can do that is get close to God in our relationship with him, to get to know his voice and to get to know who's leading us. There are many Christians I've got a different view of the God that I serve and what the Bible tells us about. You know, he is a good God and he is a good shepherd. You know, the Eastern shepherds guarded their sheep, provided water for them and food for them and protected them and cared for them. You know, when they were weary and bruised and cut, he would come back with oil and he would anoint them and he would heal them. You know, this was dedication and demonstration of love beyond measure. I want to say to you the darkest valley, the darkest hour of our lives, Jesus is leading us. In the darkest times, the hardest season that we're going through, we will not lack nothing. Do you know sheep lack good vision when it's dark and they also get frightened in new circumstances? I must say to you at the beginning of this year, I was a little bit panicky. I was saying, God, I don't know what to bring to the people. I don't know if I'm going to get through second lockdown. And when I just believe the Holy Spirit told me to read Psalm 23, when I read that Psalm, I just felt the Holy Spirit comfort me and saying, it's okay, I know you're a sheep. I know you panic like everybody else, but you have a good shepherd that's going to help you through. Do you, re- Do you know at that moment, faith came into my heart knowing that I wasn't left on my own, even though there's were senior pastors and leaders. Let me tell you something, all of us need a shepherd. All of us need to learn to be led by the one who knows what's best for us. And so, you know, sheep are prone to wander off and they can get lost and they need guidance. But here's something really encouraging. Every new car today has got internal navigation systems. How many of you got lost in a car and you press your button and it sort of recalibrates and gets you back on track? But you know, the word of God and the Holy Spirit and the people of God is there to help us do that. And you may have wandered a little bit, but the Holy Spirit was going to get you back on track. And you, you know, may have lost time, but you won't lose purpose. So I want to encourage you today that we have a good shepherd that's not left us and he will help us through. You know, the Eastern shepherds, they would protect their sheep with their rod. When, when, they, when the wolves would come or something that would attack them, they, they would stun or kill the attacking beast with their staff. But you know, with their crook, what they would do, they would pull the sheep and guide them. And this is what re- really got me. You know what they would do at night? They would get every sheep to pass under the crook and examine the sheep and make sure none of them was lost. Do you know something? That's what God is like for us today. You may be full of fear and panic. You may think nobody's around that's going to help you. No human resource. But let me tell you, God is with you and God is going to get you through. You know, the names of God reveal who he is. The I am, he's ever existing. He always will be and always will be there to help us. He is the good shepherd. But in Psalm 23, he's also our provider, Jehovah Jireh. He's also the one that will lead us by still waters. He, he's Jehovah Shalom. He is our peace. He is also the one that will restore and heal, Jehovah Rafi. And he's the one that will get us there, Jehovah Shemaah. I tell you the last name in there that Jehovah Nissi is the Lord is our banner. And you know it says that the banner of love is over us. I want to tell you that God has covered us, he's before us, behind us, and he surrounds us. And you know, he's a shepherd that doesn't run from danger or leaves his sheep, but he's there willing to give his life for them. And here we come to the New Testament. Jesus stands up and he said, I am, there's that word, the pre existing one, God Almighty, I am the good shepherd who lays his life down for the sheep. He says, my sheep know my name and they listen to me. When you know Jesus spoke this word, he's speaking to the Pharisees who proclaimed to be good shepherds at that time, but they weren't. And this was a little rebuke for them because these teachers, they were supposed to give the people the truth. They were supposed to help them and lead them and put themselves second before these people. And they were there to put God's agenda above their own, but they didn't. And so Jesus rebuked them, as it says in Ezekiel 34 and Jeremiah 23. But you know, Jesus Christ has come not to pile burdens on us, but to, reveal, to relieve us and to help carry them. Jesus Christ comes not to scatter us, but to gather us. He comes not to devour, but he comes to defend. And Jesus comes to seek and rescue and heal and feed the sheep. He will do so because he loves us, because we belong to him, did you know that? You know, we've been bought with a price. We are sealed with a seal of the Holy Spirit and we are God's treasured possession. He said, I'll never leave you. And I've started this work and I'm going to finish it to completion. No matter how dark this year get, gets, we are going to get through because we have a shepherd that is so committed to us. You know, we have a small team here at Eamon and And do you know something? Even though we appeal to say they're where to help you, we can't help you in all your needs. You know, we need help ourselves at this time, but we'll do our best. But I want to tell you, we have a God that is in control and a God that can get us through. And his name is Jesus. And the same shepherd that David knew is the same shepherd that we we know today. Jesus Christ, the pre-existing one, the eternal, all-powerful, living God. And listen to Philippians chapter 2 who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. And listen to this, made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. This is the good shepherd that we serve and follow. He rose again and gave us the Holy Spirit to be with us. As I come to close today, John 6 is an encouraging few verses. It's a strong wind was blowing and the waters grew rough. We're going through a rough season, aren't we? When they, when they had rowed about three or four miles. Wow. You know, some of you today are, are trying to get through the best you can. And you're tired rowing, trying to make it work. But then this is the good news. They saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on water. And it says they were frightened. And I know many of you are watching today. And you may be frightened. But Jesus is not too far away from your boat. And this is what he said to them. It is I. That's the word. The I am. The pre-existing one. The one who is in control. Do not be afraid. Then it says, then they were willing to take him into the boat and immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. Let me ask you as I come to a close today, what's the reason why you were not willing to let Jesus in your boat? It could be fear. You may not know him. You think I'm not going to get involved in this religion because it might change my life. It might make me a religious freak. And there may be fear of you committing your life to Jesus. It might be pride. I can row my own boat, thank you. I don't need God as a crutch. It may be guilt, thinking, I can't let this God in my life. I'm so messed up. I'm so, you know, undone. Would he ever accept me? I want to tell you, if you are willing to let Jesus into your boat, he will make a difference and he'll get you to the other side. He'll forgive you, he'll restore you, and he will guide you. And many of you this morning are feeling tired and weary and thinking, I don't know how I'm going to, I can't row anymore. Well, here's the good news to finish. Matthew 11, this is from our good shepherd, Jesus. He says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Listen, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you'll find rest for your souls. Wow, that's what we need, isn't it, today? For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. As we come to close on our first, I am Jesus Christ. Well, if you forget everything else what I have said to you today, he is our good shepherd. And I want to tell you in this valley that we're going through, we are going to make it. And we're going to come out on the other side and God is preparing a table for us in the presence of our enemies and our cups will overflow. Let me pray for you today. Father God, I pray for those people right now that are going through life and it seems like they're rowing, but there's no, they're getting anywhere. And Jesus comes to their life right now and says, do not be afraid, it's I. At that moment, the fear left and they invited them into the boat. Let me ask you to invite Jesus into your heart right now. Let me ask you to invite him back into your life to, to redirect, to guide your life. He never, he, he loves you. He died for you and he wants to lead you and care for you. And for those right now who you are weary and burdened, as Jesus calls to you, come to me. Listen, don't come to the church. Even so, we want to help you. The pastor really not, he can help you so much, but Jesus is the one that can give you rest for your soul. But his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Lord, I pray for those that are watching right now and they need this word from you. I Holy Spirit, would you go into that room? Would you go into that workplace? into that car, wherever it is right now that they need your presence. Let the good shepherd fill their hearts and that environment right now in the name of Jesus. So listen, church, whoever you're watching right now, God bless you if you don't know the Lord. I wanna tell you he wants to come into your life and he wants to make a difference. Thank you so much for listening today. Never forget that we have a good shepherd that is so committed to us. God bless you.